Welcome to the Grow Zone Real Time Adventures with Sarah Hibner, the communications adventurer, and Kerry Temple, the outdoor adventurer. Welcome to the Grow Zone with Kerry Temple and Sarah Hibner. I'm Kerry Temple, the outdoor adventurer, and Sarah is our communications adventurer. Hello. <laughs> yes, and today we've got an exciting topic, step by step. And it's particularly fitting because Kerry has done thousands and thousands of steps over the last week um, across the Alps. Kerry, how was your trip? Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. I had a marvellous time, a wonderful group of people and a really fantastic experience. And why would you say that step-by-step is um, fitting for an adventure like that? Well, the trip itself was a trans-Alp hike, so starting in Germany and hiking a weak southerly direction down through Austria to Italy. And yeah, I think when you think of that as a whole trek of 90 kilometres of distance and above 3,000 metres of ups and downs, Along the way, it can seem like a mammoth task that that is almost unaccomplishable. But yeah, when you break it down and yeah, take each day as it comes, then you're yeah, you're 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 taking it one step at a time and enjoying the journey as well as reaching that end goal. And that that end goal just just appears then. <laughs> And you weren't by yourself on this trip. It was actually work, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Yes. This was the first Transalp that I've led with my company at Four Elements. And yeah, I was with five other lovely people who were completing their first Transalp hike. And for many of them, it was actually their first hike that was longer than than just a weekend hut tour. So a really, you know, a, a good challenge um, for them and, you know, to, to see how it, how it is to hike for longer than than three days. And were they all able to keep up? Oh yeah, absolutely. And this is the, for me, the, the, the essence of step by step, one step at a time. There's this quote that the journey is the goal, the journey is the destination. So every day along the route, there's something different, something to enjoy. And yeah, we take it every day as it comes because further than that also is irrelevant because you don't have control over that. You've got to 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 let go and, and just take each day one day at a, at a time. And, you know, in that way, when we're on a tri- trip like that, we don't look at the next days until the evening before the next day. So even if, if, if someone asks me a question about the next day, I'll generally say, wait till this evening when we have our briefing for the next day. And, and, and we, we, we take what's in front of us at that very moment um, so that we're really enjoying being the here and now of a trek and not racing through to just get to the get to the end of each day but stopping and seeing you know as 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 we had one super hot day that was just yeah really really hot and so we got to the lake in the afternoon and stopped at the lake and had a swim at the lake so you know taking moments like that that fit in the time and yeah and then seeing taking things as they come and match the situation. So taking one step at a time also helps 
staying flexible? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big, a big mindset of, of knowing that you wait and see, you know, that you have different options when you're in the outdoors so that you can be flexible. Um, and also that mindset to, to, to be like, well, to, to think, well, actually just because that was the plan, um, you can adapt it to the situation. For example, we had another day, funnily enough, after being in 30 degrees heat, we had another day where we woke up to snow. And (laughs) (laughs) so, um, yeah, instead of going up over a ridgeline that would have been pretty snowy and um, up in the clouds with poor visibility and pretty treacherous, we took the lower route, which was, I'd not been on that lower route before actually, but it was a really beautiful, different route. And at the end, we we had a bit more time to have a hot chocolate and warm up <laughs> at the end of that leg. So yeah, so you've got to be flexible, but it, and there was something also different about that. The atmosphere was different and something different that you could appreciate. So yeah, being flexible and, and, and being prepared to change plans. And I think that's something that you can carry forward with you into other situations in life as well as being like, well, okay, that doesn't, that was what I intended to do but it doesn't fit. It doesn't suit now. It doesn't suit the conditions. So yeah. So, so why not change it? Why not try something else? And maybe there's something even more magical on the other side to discover. Yep. And it doesn't mean that you're unprepared. No, absolutely not. I mean, I think it's being prepared to be unprepared in a way. Yeah. So you have the flexibility to adapt in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. How about you? How does one step at a time relate in the in the world of improv? <laughs> oh, it's essential <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we don't know what's going to happen next at all. <laughs> generally, like um, as we've mentioned in previous podcasts, uh, you step on stage in improv, and um, you may have a topic or an idea or a word that's been given to you, and then you build on that and you build with someone else. So if I have a huge plan in my head, I could follow that plan. However, it's I'm pretty certain that the other person will have a completely different plan. So we cannot just follow through with that. It has to be step by step and I need to be able to let go of the plan. And again, like our way of being prepared as improvisers is preparing to be flexible in the moment. And the uh, one step at a time is very important. It's um, because for us, that means really listening to what's what the other person is saying, to what's going on, to what's happening in the audience, what the feel is, and um, to listening to yourself too, and then to build on ideas. I'd love to demonstrate that with a quick game. Oh, great. I like your game, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Here's another one. So it's called what's next? Surprise, surprise. And it is step by step. And the listeners won't, you probably won't see that. Actually, you definitely won't see that because you're listening. I'm going to um, give Kerry an everyday activity. She doesn't know what it is yet. And she's going to start miming it, acting it out. And when she is finished or when, not when she's finished, when she's had enough doing that activity or feels like something else needs to happen, she'll say, what next? And I'll make a suggestion. And then she, or I, as Carrie is right there, I'll say, then you, Carrie, can make a choice and say, and either accept it and generally want to be open-minded and accept it. However, if it does 
doesn't feel right, you'll do nope, a light nope. And yeah. and then I'll suggest something else. Okay. So we don't know what's going to happen yet. So let's see. You are writing a to-do list on a post-it note. What's next? You pick the first item on your post-it note. Okay. What's next? What's next? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The item says, call mummy. Okay. What's next? So Kerry's just picked up the phone and she's waiting for an answer. So your mummy picks up. What's next? And she tells you um, to water the flowers. What's next? So you're watering the flowers and you discover a beautiful beetle in the flowers. Carrie's uh, holding it in her hands now. What's next? Uh, You start talking to the beetle. Oh, hello, little pretty beetle. Aren't you sweet? And look at all your beautiful colours. What's next? The beetle replies. Nope. (laughs) The beetle flies off. What's next? And it lands on a, a strawberry, piece of strawberry cake. What's next? So Kerry's watching it land there. You, I'm actually very hopeful I'm going to get to eat the strawberry cake next. <laughs> ah, okay. And this is a good point. Um, in improv, normally you would say what you want. <laughs> okay. And my aim is to make it fun for you. So yeah. I, I'm speculating. I chose strawberry cake because I know that Kerry likes to eat cake. <laughs> so I'm hoping to make it fun for her. And so now she's given me a hint. So you go to the strawberry cake, lift the beetle off, and... What's next? You grab a fork. She's got the fork. What's next? And you start eating the cake. Mm. She's really enjoying it, which is nice, and I'm patiently waiting because it's nice to watch somebody like who's enjoying what they're doing. What's next? You now take a nap happily in the sun. (sighs) The end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could play that game all the time if I get strawberry cake and naps. (laughs) (laughs) And that's actually one of the aims um, of this game is to, so you take it step by step and it's very important who is there with you. and. Some people may not have found that much pleasure in talking to a beetle, but I sort of, I was hoping that you would enjoy that. Um, I I wasn't thinking about it rationally. I was following my intuition, but Mm -hmm. I, um, it feels like something you might enjoy because you, you like the outdoors. And I didn't say, oh, kill it because I, my intuition would have been that you would have said no to that. Nope. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that is one aspect, making it fun for the other person. The other thing is um, for the, the person who's doing one step at a time to be listening in to themselves. So, mm-hmm. and so uh, do I want to do that or is that not the right thing? Mm-hmm. 
And this whole activity, um, I find this very helpful in real life. I've played this game many times. And sometimes I do it in real life when I, I feel overwhelmed, when there's too much to do, or when I've got a huge project and... Um, I don't know, like, I'll, I think I'll never finish it. Or, so I don't even want to start it. It just seems like such a huge mountain. And then I just go, okay, so I'm sitting at my desk. What's next? I get out the folder or open the folder on my laptop. What's next? I, and then I do it step by step. And breaking it down makes it then I'm in the moment and I'm not worrying about the future, basically what you were saying too. So it helps me mm-hmm. stay present and to enjoy what I'm doing and to um, foster self-awareness mm-hmm. and also not to skip steps. Like in improv, when you're building a scene, it's um, very easy to jump from one topic to the next, and which we kind of did a bit at the beginning, but it was still like a, you, it seemed you were inside. and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the more detail you you do, the more enjoyable it gets rather than trying to rush from one big step to the next. Yeah, absolutely. I felt as a participant in that game, I found it really, it really fun. And I like the fact that step, I didn't know where it, it was. It was fun not knowing where it was going, but having these little ideas of, oh, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I'll get to eat cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, yeah, it, exactly, exactly that, that element of, um, that element of fun and being in that moment, only just doing those little things and not, had I known where the scene was going to go at the end, I don't think the scene would have been as enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, it was the fun. It was that fun, the fun bit of just being there, enjoying each step. And I really did enjoy every little step of that. It was really, it was really good fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a mini adventure. It was a mini adventure. It was indeed with cake at the end, which are my favourite types of adventure. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing that when you. Um, are with someone else in a tricky situation mm-hmm. and feel overwhelmed. You can also think about what does the other person like, what is in their interest. Because mm-hmm. if there'd been like a different person, I probably would have gone a different way, mm-hmm. and they would have maybe would have said nope to an earlier suggestion. Mm-hmm. And and that's so important to keep in mind. Who are you there with? Or mm-hmm. what is your setting in general? Like if you want to eat in real life, eat strawberry cake, but there's no bakery in sight and everything is closed, then why make that your next step? So see, work with what's there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, interesting. It's interesting, and I like. Yeah, that's interesting. How I can totally see the ways that 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 relates to actually things in all manners of life not just I'd say you know it fits totally with 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 doing either whether it's one day hike or a multi-day hike with a project that you've got to get done and got to get started and I feel at the moment I have in between events I have a huge list of different things that I've got to get done on my to-do list on my post-it <laughs> note, my real life post-it note um but actually, that's a really, a really good point. And I always think with with these things that that having these tools to break things down and just get started and to take that first step is often the hardest part. But if you can make it, 
that first step, maybe something fun to it, to 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 look at it, maybe in a bit of a more lighted, light-hearted manner, like that. That maybe you can also it helps you take that first step. Yeah, but yeah. definitely because the process is the journey, as yeah. one always says. So it's um, in the end when you arrive, that's a short moment. The longest time we spend on things is mm -hmm. the time getting there, and a big factor. I think that helps to keep at bay is fear. Mm -hmm. So if we take COVID-19 and we're still in the middle of that or second wave, I'm not sure yet. And there is a lot of fear about that. Just in the radio this morning, they were saying there's worldwide more than 20 million cases. And over the last couple of days, it went from 15 million to 20 million, which is a huge mm -hmm. jump. And I can, it's pretty important to look at where this could head, but also to go, okay, well, what is it that is around me? I could, I, if you look at those numbers and they're probably still small compared to how many people there are, but um, if the answer, this one thing is for sure, it's all, and everything is uncertain right mm -hmm. now and life is uncertain, which mm -hmm. we've had in one of the episodes. So the best thing is to just be here and mm -hmm. look at what's next. What can I do from here? If I start feeling the fear, it's like, okay, I'm here right now. This is my situation. This is my starting point. And yeah. what's next? Yeah, absolutely. And that relates that relates um, entirely, <laughs> I think, to actually, I think, thinking on the other side, the challenge of, of running a business at the moment in the time of COVID-19. And you've just, you've just totally made that parallel for me between my journey of doing the um of, of, you know, how I just operate on a day on tour where I, where, where every day I'm in the day and the evening before the next day, I look at the weather forecast and assess how everyone's doing in the group and make the choice for what we're doing route wise for the next day. And I can transfer that really in theory to how I address each day as to how I operate in terms of a business sense at the moment. And each yeah. day, maybe the day at the end of each day, I can um, use that same, you know, use that same thing. Right, right. What's the situation now as it is? Okay, then tomorrow, this is these are going to be the things that I'm working on, and this is the direction that I'm going to be going in, and the route that I'm taking. And that takes out that worry about that bigger picture because we don't know what's at the end, yet yes. and how it's going. And yet, yeah. I think it's um, very helpful, especially with the business, um, mm -hmm. to have a um, goals, bigger yeah. goals. And I, I, what I do, I use the power of three and vision-based thinking, um, where I've got my yearly goals, and those are broken down to quarterly goals, to monthly goals, to weekly goals. And then every day I set myself three big goal, uh, three goals of things to achieve. And so it's not just random little steps that I'm doing. Like mm -hmm. I have an overall sense of where I'm heading mm -hmm. and, but I couldn't just do my yearly goals like that. They're too big and not concrete enough. Mm -hmm. And by breaking them down, each level gets more specific to the daily level where yeah. it's possibly make three phone calls and <laughs> uh, finish that part of a paper and record a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, that's also interesting. 
again, with preparation or you hiking across the mountains, the Alps, you do have a bigger goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yet you can't do that in one go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sarah, you had a nice anecdote that you wanted to share with us. Oh, do you mean um, from Momo? Yes. Yes. Oh, we have one. Some of you may know the beautiful story, children's story, Momo by Michael Ende. And I, one passage has always stuck with me. And that's when Beppo, the street sweeper, talks to Momo. And Momo's just about to learn to read. And she goes, Oh, Beppo, there's so many letters. How are you ever going to learn? How am I ever going to learn all those letters and then be able to read? And he replies, well, when I start my work and there's a huge street in front of me, I could just try and hurry and go fast and get it done. And however, when I do that and I look up, the street just seems as long as it was at the beginning and I get exhausted. Or I go step by step, one sweep at a time, and I enjoy myself. And then at some point, suddenly the street is done and I've had a good time doing that. That's roughly <laughs> it. I recommend rereading that in Momo or just reading the whole um, book because it's a beautiful story and still very relevant in many aspects. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I like the, the um, that almost that, that link, which we've not really kind of mentioned exactly the link like to, to, to doing tasks mindfully when you're doing the step-by-step step. and I think that's what then then gives you that you know you get into the, the that that flow um as well so even the tasks that maybe you don't want to do once you actually start doing them and you you put your mind to it and focus your energy on that task that actually it can actually be quite pleasurable <laughs> exactly yeah. well that's the aim that yeah. a lot we do a lot of things because we want to do those like the we we aim for bigger goals because we want to get there Mm -hmm. and then it's how we get there that's Mm -hmm. up to us yeah moment yeah so sarah what is your next step today my next step for today let me have a quick look on my list oh i need to finish writing or designing a Unternehmensprofil. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. not sure what the English term is for that. Uh, it's a profile, basically. Company uh, a, profile, is it? A company profile. Yeah. yeah. I still need to finish. I want to finish mm-hmm. that. And what's your next step? Um, my next step is preparing for my next tour. So, um, what exactly um, is the step? For so, that? the step, <laughs> the step, the step is um, checking that I have all the resources that I need for the tour. So doing a kit list check, which um, generally I don't find, I've, I find now goes fairly, it's fairly straightforward, but I don't find it the most exciting <laughs> task in the world. Um, but then once I'm actually doing it, I actually get very excited because I know I'm going on a cool tour. So yeah, so so I will enjoy enjoy that next step. And I like to do it um, a few days before the tour starts because then I I'm, I feel I'm ahead, I'm prepared and 
ahead of ahead of myself and not leaving it till the last minute so that's why I'm doing it today and I don't go till Thursday so yeah yeah and that again shows the value of one step at a time because you may need to do a task that is not always the most exciting task but then mm-hmm. um by do knowing what it's what where it'll get you it can still be a joyful one in some ways or you know it'll get me to the more joyful um event eventually absolutely, absolutely. and i also think on the other side of things actually the planning sometimes of trips is as pleasurable as the trips itself. Like the Germans have a good word, don't they? The Vorfreude. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, um, the, the, the pre, pre-joy. <laughs> Translated. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it's not just me that the participants are also in the same, the same boat of planning. That's all, all part of it. And, yeah maybe another episode that we we should think about is that once we've achieved the goal that um how we deal with how we how we deal with that as well after that's yeah yeah after the steps yes yeah well then there's the next step yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah well I think it's time to finish this step yeah you hit for me it's um hit the stop button yeah. <laughs> on zoom <laughs> and then to take it from there right well i'm just going to go and finish my strawberry cake so you know <laughs> <laughs> you do that enjoy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was made yeah. with love yeah <laughs> okay well enjoy it and speak to you soon bye sarah bye kerry Bye, listeners. (laughs) Kerry's waving. Thank you for listening to The Grow Zone Real-Time Adventures. For more adventures and information, check out www.sarahhoopner.de, The Grow Zone, or forelements.eu.